start this morning with, with that. So uh, welcome, Herman. Um, before I start, just give you just a touch of background. Um, I was born Mennonite, so um, a lot of the uh, things that happened to me are very new and kind of freak me out. So, <laughs> so uh, in my vision, we were during worship service, and um, I was just kneeling down, praising God. And we were flying over a beach, and it was very wide. And we landed, and the Lord said, take a look at all this sand. These are all my people. And then we began to focus in on one little grain of sand, and he said, that is you. He said, look at all the people that are supporting you and look at who you are supporting. And so um, in, in doing that, in seeing that, it is, God has put on my heart that God doesn't put labels or categories on people. He considers us all one and that we need to, I guess, behave that way. Um, one of the last um, um, verses that God spoke before he or Jesus spoke before he, he um, was crucified. He was talking to his disciples saying that he wasn't going to be there much longer. And he, so he said, and so now I'm giving you a new commandment. Love each other just as I've loved you. You should love each other. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. And so in uh, thinking about that, I got to looking at some other things and if the church is supposed to be one, then we need to love each other. We need to accept others, and we need to look at um, other uh, denominations that maybe don't believe like us, but that are very much a part of the, the family of God. It is no different than our family. Families are earthly families. Our kids are all different. Our fathers, our mothers are different. Um, they all have their different personalities, and so it is with um, the church. It doesn't change it. We're all a family. And so um, reading in Romans, starting in, uh, let's see, it's Romans eleven fifteen through 20. And since Abraham and other patriarchs were holy, their descendants will also be holy just as the entire batch of dough is holy because the portion given as an offering is holy. For if the roots of the tree are holy, the branches will be too. But some of these branches from Abraham's tree, some of the people of Israel, have been broken off. And you Gentiles, who are branches from a wild olive tree, have been grafted in. So now you receive the blessing. God has promised Abraham and his children sharing in rich nourishment from the root of God's special olive tree. But you are, must not brag about being grafted in tree place of branches that were broken off. You are just a branch, not the root. You may say these branches were broken off to make room for me. Yes, but remember, those branches were broken off because they did not, didn't believe in Christ. And you are there because you do believe. So don't think highly of yourself, but fear what could happen. For if God did not spare the original branches, he won't spare you either. So if 
if God is the root of our lives and our tree and we are grafted in and God is love, then we have to produce love. So what is love? Let's read about love in 1 Corinthians. And I'm going to read this. I'm going to read the whole chapter and then um, just kind of try to put yourself in that place. Try to remember uh, or try to think of. Uh, maybe you were wronged by someone in a church, or maybe um, you didn't agree with something. So, and then just kind of put yourself in that place. If I could speak the languages of the earth and of angels, but do not love others, I would only be a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have a gift of prophecy, and if I understood all of God's secret plans and possessed knowledge, And if I had such a faith that I could move mountains but didn't love others, I would have nothing. If I gave everything I have to the poor and even sacrificed my body, I could boast about it. But if I didn't love others, I would would have gained nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is irritable. And it, it is not irritable, and is, ha, keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith. It is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. Prophecy and speaking in unknown languages and special knowledge will become useless, but love will last forever. Now our knowledge is partial and incomplete, and even the gift of prophecy prophecy reveals only part of the whole picture. But when the time of perfection comes, these partial things will become useless. When I was a child, I spoke and thought and reasoned as a child, but when I grew up, I put away childish things. Now we see things imperfectly, like puzzling reflections in a mirror and then we will see everything but then we will see everything with perfect clarity all that i know is now is partial and incomplete and then i will know but then i will know everything completely just as god now knows me completely three things will last forever faith hope and love and the greatest of these is love so um, I think love is the most important thing in life, and we just need to keep it in our minds to constantly keep love in, love in our hearts, and love will be our fruit. Thank you.